Welcome to Spectre in the Fog, a homebrew Call of Cthulhu Chaosium game. Last time, our investigators traversed the hidden tunnels and passageways of Ironforge's spire before making their way to the store district. Upon arriving and a brief look around for clues, they came across and opened a secret door, concealed as a metal panel on the grain silo. A pungent smell and a natural warmth wafted up from below. Though it didn't affect the judge, a few of our brave souls suffered its effects. Even so, lighting torches, they press on into the darkness. So we left it, The you guys found a secret passage at the silo, so you were right, you know, the, that, that, that cultist did disappear there before you were jumped by those, well not jumped, before you were um, apprehended by those guards. Um, the judge uh, stepped in, basically just said, you know, shall we gentlemen? And uh, you lit a couple of torches and now you're sort of standing in the entrance, well not in the entrance, you're probably standing about you know, 10 yards into this tunnel that seems to be gently, like a gentle slope going down underneath, like underground, like you're heading underground. You've got a few torches lit and uh, the glow from these torches are currently illuminating sort of the sides of this this tunnel uh, that's been that's been basically carved out from from like the rock and the soil and it, it, it does look as though you know it's um it, it's relatively old but it's kind of like haphazard carved in a sense of like it's been it's not been done quickly but it's probably been done with quite old techniques of you'd maybe think like mining or something yeah what would you guys like to do so Monroe's in, um, ju the judge is in front of us, right? Uh, yeah, he's sort of like you, you guys are sort of like you're not necessarily in like a line or anything. You're just sort of in a group. Okay, okay. So uh, Mark will turn to um, the judge. Hey, so you've been here a while. You didn't know about this? No, no. Uh, never heard of any tunnels like this being underneath Ironforge before. Uh, we have the, uh, the 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 back passageways and the tunnels within within the spire itself and in the the, the concourses, but yeah, there's nothing like this. This is uh, this is rather unusual. I, I I feel like there might be some levity to your gentleman's story of these cultists. Indeed, we is this the stone? Is it the same as how we saw in their temple elsewhere? Can you tell, gentlemen? I think it seems like it was just like dug out through the ground, like dug out generally hewn through the rock. Also, I'm wondering because like we've been in one of their temples. Is the stonework here the same? Is it different? Is it old? Is it new? Can I tell? I'm just trying to think if there was actually any part. Of... No, the staircase was carved out. Yeah. Okay. Do um, I w I would call it an intelligence well... roll because you're remembering what you saw when you were when you were leaving that dungeon so you know you look well, at a natural world which would include like stone and stuff maybe uh yeah well if, if, you, if you're wondering if everything's built everything's around here has been built on a same or similar bedrock then the answer to that would be yes because it's you're in the same mm. well, uh, i'm talking about yeah obviously the carving the stones yeah yeah so that would be that 93 out of 50. no i do not recognize it yeah see i think that would be that that would probably would have been more yeah yeah so it's sort of like oh, yeah, it just looks like any any sort of 
But is it old? Is it as old as the rock? Yeah, above? yeah, yeah. As it old does as the it... courtroom, courtroom stone, for example. You you might say it could be a little bit older. Maybe like it's been like you know the 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 the, the chisel marks, like you know the, the the pick marks. They're like really worn away. Like you can bear, you know, work's been done here, but it's not. It's not sharp. It's 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 like soft soft marks. Like it's been there for a long time. Archaeology of it, wouldn't it? But I don't think anyone's got it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Does anyone just okay. want to give it a go? I mean, you get like five in it. You I'm might. One in it. I've got a two in it, so maybe I'll give it a whack. Sure, fuck it. Bam. I don't even go. see. Where is it? Ideology. Archaeology. Archaeology. Oh, archaeology. <laughs> yeah, I got um, a fifty-two. I don't know anything. So I'm sure Cicero's got that, hasn't he? Yeah, because I think he he was an archaeologist. So I'm sure I must have put some points in. Cicero is an anthropologist, so. Ah, okay, sorry. Well, anyway, let's just. Continue. Oh no, no, he has he has forty in archaeology. So yeah. there you go. So, First sorry, time I would have used that one ever, and it's George is using it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Cicero sees sees both both Henri, both you and Marcus studying the wall, and it's like, oh, what what have you found here, gentlemen? Any, any I was old? just asking if this is the same stone, that if it is as old as the city, or if it is the same as the temple which we were held prisoner. Ah, okay. And he pulls out his uh, his his small spectacles from his pocket and rests them on his nose. And he has a look at the wall. And he's like, mm, "Yes, no. it's." Uh, God damn it, Cicero! Seventy-six. God damn it! Forty. Yeah, yeah. It's all right, my friend. We, we had a terrible time down there. It is. It is. <laughs> It's definitely carved. I, I, I don't know. It does bring up the horrible possibility, my friends, that this could be connected to the place where that terrible beast was released most recently. It could as stop you, uh, these very halls. As you say that, Wilfred looks around the room like, oh, what? Uh, you, you mean that, uh, that that thing that I may or may not have... Uh... What? Released might. Re um... You did it. I knew it. You went in there. And no, chased no, you no, out. no, I think. I think you'll find. I said. I said. May or may not. You never admit culpability in what the world. What did you do in there? How did, did you goad it? Did I did. You call it I... names. Did you display yourself to it? <laughs> did you? Did you entice it with your with your male wiles? Okay, all right. But Wil Wilfred just sort of like just sort of like gives you like a hot take and just sort of like. Uh, uh, so, uh, um, um, uh, Marcus, should we, um, should, should, should we, should we sh lead the way? He's all right. <laughs> whoa, 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 Marcus, I'm trying to grab Wolfie's shoulder. Listen, I'm not usually one to agree with Henri, but if something has been let out of there, you really should have told us. What exactly was it? I, I mean, I looked in the room and, uh, I, you know. The room with the runes, the runes from back home. Uh, the the one that's got you know that had that had that well in the middle of it and you know it was a glowing... the well that I stared down at felt I felt myself drawn to it. My friend here had not helped me. It was uh, you know it was it was glowing and sort of. Wilfred, get to the point. You know, pulsating light and sounds, and I was just sort of like, wow, I've that looks a little bit odd. I don't think we should be hanging around here anymore. And I just I, I walked away, and that's when I said maybe we should leave. I did I didn't do anything. I just. Just, I just, I just looked. I just, I just so, had a look. Wait, hang on. You had a look. Something came out, and we just left it there. Uh, uh, well, from I the mean, terrible screams we heard behind us, I think it 
consume some of these cultists. Yeah, well, they had it coming from that fost. I mean, what, what, would I would I lie to you, gentlemen? As he says, with sort of like a cheeky grin on his face, as he successfully does, he successfully does a charm roll of twenty six to forty six. <laughs> yeah, Marcus, as a copper, does not trust journalists that far. So, I think we should leave this. He obviously was very uh, shaken up by this. Yeah, there's nothing about it now, but next time you unleash some kind of weird magic hell beast, maybe let us know. Well, yeah, we should be on our guard, and I will unsling my rifle. Actually, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, fair play. Have you got any weapons there, your justice? The, uh, the, the the judge the judge looks at you and goes, I'm a judge. I am a weapon. A weapon of law and justice. Yeah, your weapon, all right. Come on, let's go. Ah, yes. Uh, onwards, gentlemen. And he sort of like holds aloft this um, this sort of like torch that he's been carrying with him. And as he does, it sort of like does this sort of like, you know, flare up of flame like a... Is it sort of, you know, like, like in like in the Indiana Jones film, maybe it catches some cobwebs or something. Nice. You start to sort of make your way down. It's a, it's, it's a not a very steep gradient. You'd say maybe it's uh, uh, maybe like a sort of gentle sort of, you know, what's it? What, what would be a gentle gradient? Sort of like a like a, a twenty degree angle down. It's just a gentle so, gradient, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it just, it, I, I like to describe stuff. So it go, you know, so it, it's just sort of like going on for a while, and you know, you're plodding along. And there isn't much going going on. Um, Henri, do you want to do me a tracking roll, please? Very well. Oh yes, thirty six out of fifty. Excellent. Henri, you notice as you're walking down, there's there, there does seem to have been some sort of recent activity here, like you know footprints and and off to one side you see sort of what looks to be sort of like the singed uh, embers of 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 wooden torches that have been sort of like collected along the sides of the wall and oh, sort of we'll along and see how how recent they are are any of them warm even yeah a couple of the cinders that you you touch they're not they're not cold but then they're not they're not warm you, you, you feel like oh these might be like a like a day a day or so old. My um, friends, they have been down here recently, as we suspected. No, are all the footprints look like just people, or is there something horrible? Uh, yeah, they look like they look like um, what you might describe as sort of like moccasin footprints, so sort of like mm -hmm. a soft shoe or something that's been worn by someone. Not a sandal, but but more sort of like a, a soft shoe or a boot that's been walking mm. in the sand, or sand or dirt, more like. But yeah, definitely, people are here, gentlemen. Be on your guard. I've got my. Uh, I'm not trying to. I've got my my club. At that point, um, Wilfred looks round at looks round at you and the doc and just goes, eh, "You guys are you 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 you're ready for a you know for a dust up if uh, if it comes to that, right, right, gents? You're going to be helping, obviously, Wilfred. Uh, when After do I, I saw I you fight, help? sir? I think you are uh, more than capable. Wait, when demon. Oh yeah, in the thing. I'm gonna draw my um, my revolver as well. Yeah. Wolf receives this and and and, and readies his anthropology book. Master <laughs> has his um, territory, whatever it is, and a cutlery knife. I've got a spork. Then. 
when you say cutlery knife, is it? Is, do you mean like it's like a like a like a normal uh, dinner knife, or is it like a fish knife, which has kind of got like a funny shape to it? You got to tell me because I stole them from that cottage. Okay. Well, um, you let let's say you pull out a fish knife. No. Yeah. Well, he's gonna um, underhand grip it, so the blade's pointing downwards, and he's got the danger in his other hand. Oh, what you go and you go and proper. F- um, like Metal Gear Solid, Solid Snake, with like the the crossed arms, like gun in front, with the with the dagger underneath, ready to sort of like stab and shoot someone at the same time. Um, I have never ever played any of those games, so yes, yes, that's exactly what. <laughs> Perfect, I love it. The, the the judge sort of turns around to to you all, a little bit quizzical, and is like, "Gentlemen, you uh, you appear to be he- heavily armed for for travellers and." Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we won't find anything down here. I, I, I we'll just report back and get some city guards down here to, 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 you know, properly survey the area. This is just a cursory expedition. I, I don't think we need weapons, but as you wish. Can I, can I do a, can I do a, um, I don't know what, what's the opposite? It's been a while. What's like insight for this? It would be, it would be a, a psychology role, I believe. Okay, psychology role. As I squint at the judge. Yes, success, 45-63. Because he seems to, like, he believes that occultists understand that they should be dangerous, but now he's like, ah, it's probably fine. We've seen footprints. Why is he so flip-flop about this? Um, you, when you look at him, you you can distinctly see a, a small bead of sweat running down his, his sort of, like, just down the side of his neck onto his collar, and you can actually see his collar's, like, quite damp. I mean, it's mm. kind of warm down mm. there, but not warm enough for him to be sweating the way he is. You would say that the, the, the judge is actually a little bit nervous. Like This is a kind of situation he wasn't really expecting and he feels rather underprepared. So he's trying to like downplay it as if he's trying to sort of be like, oh, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. There's, there's not going to be anything down here because he doesn't want to believe that he might have just put himself and everybody else in sort of like harm's way just for um, just for like okay. curiosity's sake, if that makes sense. Okay. In that case, um, Marcus is going to say, uh, "Listen, uh, Your Honor, I know you're a, you're a weapon of justice, but uh, yeah, I've got this uh, got this. Uh, well, I like to call them truncheons, but it's a bit of a chair I found. Oh, serve oh. me well. See that see that helps you out there, Monroe. Oh, but, uh, Monroe, you mean you mean Judge Albert? But 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 yes, no, thank thank you. That's uh, it's very kind of you. No. I, Thank you very much. And he sort of takes it and he sort of um, like he tests the weight of it in his hand. He's like, "Oh yes, this is a an impressive uh, impressive weapon, indeed." Oh, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Now, please, uh, you were leading the way. Ah, uh, yes, yes, uh, 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 follow me, gentlemen. Yes, uh, th- uh, this way, I believe. And uh, as he starts to walk further down, uh, you guys. Can you see the map that I've drawn? Ooh, it's like a weird tree eye. I don't know. Yeah, there we go. Big old, big old tree eye. Yeah. Old tree eyes. Yeah, old, old tree eyes. So you guys are sort of, you're just coming up to this point here, as the uh, the, the the judge sort of moves his torch around, and to describe it to um, to, to to the listeners, um, the map is essentially 
a warren of tunnels that that ultimately lead to a single point the tunnels veer off in different directions it, it, it is very much like a rabbit's warren or to better think of it a more descriptive way to describe it would be um, thinking about the mines that you come across in games like um, Skyrim or Fallout, the way that Bethesda designed their map. So like, there's lots of routes. They may not lead. They may not lead to a new area, but they may lead to a dead end or something. Something else. It's got that kind of vibe and feel to it. Right. But you've you've come in on the south end of this. The 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 the, the tunnel you're in has has, has been. It stayed. It's essentially stayed the same width all the way down, which is about 15 yards across. And you can now see to your right hand right hand side there is a small tunnel that seems to lead off in a sort of uh, north uh, east direction. And then you can kind of see just just on the periphery of your vision of, of, of the torchlight, there's another tunnel that kind of the, the, the wall kind of veers off to the left. Um, what would you like to do? So, so was the so leading up to this has just been a straight line, has it? Yep. Leading us? up, leading up to this point, it's been sort of a straight line. It now seems to have also leveled off as well. Like you're not, you don't feel like you're going okay. down anymore. It feels more like you sort of you've reached the bottom. I'm going to just just use some chalk to mark the tunnel that we're coming in from. Yep. So that we recognise it if we have to come back. Okay. Just a little, a little tiny mark on it somewhere that will, I can recognise. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so just yeah, just like a little like I don't know box or something like that. Whatever's whatever you would recognize. Mm -hmm. I, are you going to tell the rest of the group what the symbol is in case they come across it again, or is it just going to be? Well, yeah, I'll, I'll point it out to them that I'm doing this. Yes, this this looks like a bit of a maze. We should be careful. Oh yeah, we uh, used to go to the fair with some of the youngins. Uh, they were the mazes there. Smart move. So where are we on this map? Just so I can get an idea. You are at the bottommost part, so if, if you can see where I'm pinging, you are literally mm -hmm. there, right there. So we can see we can see a tunnel leading off to the side, and we can see another a larger one going another way, and then we've got this chamber ahead of us. Can we see far enough you, in to see that there's a cha big chamber there? You can see about as far as here, because it is it is pretty dark down there. So you can you can probably see about I don't know ten feet in front of you from here. Even with the torches. Okay. Yep. Well, in that case, I'd probably get to here and decide to go this way because I couldn't see the big chamber. <laughs> I don't know. Which way shall we go, gentlemen? Well, if we're directly in front of us, <clears throat> sorry, my folk. If we're here, there's. Is this a wall in front of us here or what? Uh, no, well, we can't that... see it from where we are because yeah. it's only 10 foot, so we can see to about here. Okay, so we're here. We, there are two ways out. There's, there's the left and the right. I yep. think the bigger tunnel, one of the bigger tunnels. But I don't see what. Yeah, I'll probably just go straight. Well, no, no, it yeah. makes sense. If, they, if they're moving stuff around here, this the contraband. They'll be using the bigger tunnels. We can follow them that way. The smaller tunnels, we risk being stuck in a in a line and beaten up or something. Yeah, let, let's just go straight ahead. I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the the, the judge looks round and he, you know, you you have a a, a brief discussion on the. Where you should go, and the consensus is that is to march forwards, and that's what you do. You uh, you march forwards for another, um, you know, fifty or so feet until you end up here at this at the mouth of this enormous circular chamber, and 
with your i mean this, this chamber should have been a lot bigger than what i've actually drawn it but just imagine it is it is ginormous like you know you 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 can't see the other end of it you've just sort of like walked into it and you can probably see about you know about this far but can we um can we check the um the ground for you know footprints like which way are people coming and going in this area yes yes um if you would or if I, if uh, Marcus, as you point out, would you like to do a spot hidden for me, just so you can sort of like do your investigations? Oh, God damn see. spot hiddens. Yeah, I failed. Failed hard. Yeah. So Marcus turns to him and goes, "Guys, keep an eye for footprints." Yeah, I'll have a look around. Cool. Presume I've been seeing them all day long, but um, yeah, you've been sort of keeping track of of how the footprints uh, have gone. Yeah, we want to know. We want to know where them people are coming then. from and going to mostly. Yeah. When you get so to about. Yeah, I'm. Can I mean I? I would probably be doing a spot hidden or like looking around at least by the time we got into this cave. So you're right if I do a spot hidden as well. Everyone, yeah, I'm actually taking yeah. a look around. Oh yeah, okay. Um, it's gonna fail. It's gonna nudge Crashter as well. Yeah, that's seventy-four to twenty-eight. <laughs> While everyone else is looking at the floor, Crashter's gonna look up at the ceiling. Okay. Uh, Wilfred does a spot hidden. He he successes on a forty to fifty-eight. He he looks around at the group and just goes, oh, "There's there's to be uh, like a I don't know like a scuff marks or like a footprints leading to like a sort of like a like a, a trench or something. I I don't know. Um, I was I'm just gonna have a have a little look over here and and uh, Wilfred uncharacteristically sort of like walks in front of the group. And starts peering around. Craster, with your 24 to, to, to 29 success on your spot hidden, you're looking up, and the chamber, the, the, the torchlight, as I say, it, it, you're getting sort of like a 10 foot radius of light. Um, these torches aren't great, they're a bit shit. So you can see that the ceiling, this, the, 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 the roof of this chamber has to be higher than 10 feet. You would guess from the sorts of technology that would have been used, because uh, you can see the pick marks as well. This isn't like a natural feature. This has been carved out as well. You can see that going up the wall. Maybe there's another another 10 feet on it. So you're thinking it's probably a 20-foot dome, if you like, above this area. Um, but there doesn't seem to be anything up there, except for sort of like marks in the wall where you can see... Um, Maybe some sort of like braces were put in for scaffolds when they were carving out this area. Uh, when I look around the walls, I know I'm, I now have failed the spot hidden, but are there like torches or something like um, that we could light potentially around the uh, around the outside of the wall or no? Well, that's the thing. You you've all been walking down, and and and, and as you've been walking, I mean, Henri, you noticed that there were sort of like. Um, embers and remnants of like burnt wood like ash along the walkway you know along this corridor this long tunnel you were going down but there wasn't any fixings for torches going all the way down so it's as if someone's had to bring the torch with them to come down here there's no light sources down here there wasn't there's, there doesn't even appear to be any sort of like fixings on the wall for light sources so it is a little bit odd like how this whole area would have been carved out like hewn out of the rock in the first place if there isn't i mean at some point there may have been light you know centuries ago they may have had stuff um set mm -hmm. up but it's, it's not there now there's no way i can climb any of the walls is there 
you can see i mean the the the, the, the walls are rough you know there there are sort of hand close to handholds you can kind of see um you know just sort of like feeling the wall your only your only concern would be how would you get the light to go up with you like you 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 wouldn't be able to see the handholds beyond 10 feet and we can we throw the torch up and just see how, at least how tall it is because we don't even know how tall this room is yet do we we're just guessing yeah you could you could do a throw yeah like um let me let me do a throw then this is gonna go badly as well <gasps> 61 to 20, okay. <laughs> I throw it and I hit Wilfred. Well, <laughs> no, not not exactly. Uh, Doc, you're standing just inside the entrance and uh, Wilfred is standing over by this sort of like trench. He's kind of like studying it. And it, as he bends down, he's like, I think there's... I, I, I don't know. It's like a... Like a... A viscous liquid in here? I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. You lob the torch into the air. Oh, no. And it goes about <laughs> 10 foot. Oh, boy. Horizontal. Like, it just, it, like, the, the, the stick just didn't, it, for whatever reason, it just hasn't, it just hasn't really gone up. Uh, maybe you caught it a little bit wrong when it left your hand. And this, this, this torch arches in the air and lands about five feet in front of Wilfred inside the trench that he's studying. <laughs> the next thing you know, <laughs> Wilfred goes, Oh, bloody hell! As he flies back, and the trench now completely illuminates, just bursts into this roaring, bright orange flame that, then, that then follows the contours of this trench. And now you can see, you can see the outline of this trench, this weird sort of like uh, cross symbol, like a crosshairs. And the, the the whatever oil they've used in this, it's it, it, it's causing the flames to burn so bright, and it's now lit up the entire room. And right in the middle of the room is the biggest monolith you have ever seen in your adventures so far, just there, oh, yeah. with flames licking up around it. Ah, uh, does this look like the one we saw before? Just bigger. Yeah, yeah. This this is like this is like all the monoliths you've seen before, but like turned up to eleven. What about the runes? Beautiful. So, so can I walk up to it? Can I get to the monolith? I'm going to grab on me. This is bad news. This is the thing that got us all in the problem in the first place. We don't want to touch that. In what terms of getting do? getting close to the monolith, sorry, uh, you have hmm. these these areas here that are open. So you can walk into these sort of like triangle spaces and get you know within sort of like 10 feet of the monolith. I will not touch it, my friend, but... One should not be afraid of other religions. Has, has this got Unless they try to sacrifice you, of course. I mean, that's mostly what these guys try to do, so, you know. I, I was just going to say, has this got... The, you remember in the first one that we saw that had that sort of blue sort of aura around it, doesn't it? The, the runes were glowing blue, yeah. Yeah, yeah does no, this one have it as well? Yeah, there's no glowing or anything. It's just at the moment, there's just a big fuck-off monolith rock standing, standing completely upright in the middle of this room. Yeah. And the flames are dancing around it, frying crazy shadows and shapes all everywhere. It literally looks like there's a procession. Like you, you can you can see the entire cavern. That's how bright it is. And this, uh, you know, as Crest is suspected. I'll get a bit closer to it and have a look at it. So look, the yeah. last time we saw one of these things glowing, it was in the middle of a, a, a bloody sacrifice 
party. Remember, guys? I will take a look at it, though, to see what I can see on it. I mean, is it just covered in these kind of Nordic runes? Yeah, you can see as the flames, because, I mean, like, the, up, like this whole trench, this whole trough is just fire. You know, you can't, you can't really get too close to it because it's incredibly mm. hot. But, yeah, it is, it is fire. There is a lot of it. And you can kind of see in, in the flickering of the flames that there do appear to be um, runes sort of carved into this. Well, they're not glowing. They're just yeah, yeah, they're, they're just they're just they're just carved into it. I will say now though, this room is starting to get really, really, really hot. Can you all just do a constitution roll for me? Because this oh, is God. the heat that's being thrown out by these by these flames is unbelievable. Oh, I'm, I felt that. Ninety-seven, sixty. Oh, five to fifty. Oh dear. Okay, so that whole thing about me. all of the good throws being used before. Yeah, yeah, it might be true. Henri is used to the heat. On yeah, Henri, you're okay with your five. Um, but I'm aware if, then that it is like dangerous. Yeah, we are, we are all from yeah. Britain, so we we're not used to it being warm. Yeah, Indochina is uh, hot. Yes. Um, Cicero is able to sort of keep his composure, um, but he is. You can definitely see he's sweating, and so is the judge. So the judge, Cicero, and Henri, you, 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 you three seem to be okay. At the moment, like, like it is. I mean, actually, Omri, you're like, oh, what, what? you just turn around, like, well, it's not hot. Everyone else, you, you, you kind of feel like you are melting, like it's sapping your energy. You know, you're finding it really hard to sort of like stand up. You're becoming sort of not disorientated, but you're coming slightly lightheaded. I mean, that is the sort of heat we're talking about. It's yeah. just hot power. You've just it's something you've never experienced. Guys, maybe we should maybe we should try one of the other routes. This I don't feel so good. Yes, this is uh, dangerous. We cannot stay here for too long. Yeah, um, look, let's, let's head back. There was, I saw a, oh, bloody hell. I saw a, uh, a, a path to the left. We'll, we'll try that one. I will retreat back then, yeah, back into the corridor. Yeah. But we must assume that our presence here now is very well known. And who knows yeah. what this fire will summon. Perhaps we could wait and watch from a distance. Marcus has left. <laughs> if I'm going to walk away and watch Marcus has walked away I'm going to move hallway. back here and I'm going to watch this room I'm going to go stay in the, sh the shadows that the fire is showing and just watch to see if anyone comes in and anyone investigates it that sounds good so so the judge is actually standing with you Omri and he's he's sort of dumbstruck he's sort of like oh my god the, the, the heat and the, the, the giant stone in the in the middle of the, 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 the monolith of... Uh, I, Have I, you seen I, anything like this, Your Honor? I, I, I never thought anything like this could be constructed down here. This this place is ancient. It's No way could this have been built by... Recently, this, I, I cannot comprehend this. Cicero has joined the, 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 the rest of you lot. You've all sort of, I guess, retreated sort of... Well, yeah, I mean, where is everyone? Because I'm only start. I'm just standing right by the, the entrance. Yeah, here. yeah. So, so and as like, long as it's not too hot here, then yes, I'll stay there and try and stay hidden. Well, you, 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 you are, you know, you're you're resilient to the heat anyway, for the looks of it. So you're fine. Um, but the rest of you, how far, how far down the corridor did you get? We're talking about getting out of the room, right? Yeah, it's it's if it's hot enough, it's making us feel like weak. Yeah. And then we're heading back towards down here by this uh, other. Uh, Ali? I guess I guess you call it getting to a safe distance, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like where where we feel 
a lot more comfortable. I mean, down down here is probably sort of like you know, roughly forty feet away from the chamber. Yeah, if that's you could probably get to that. Well, you could probably get to that point and then like get around the corner or something. Yeah, probably be away from the direct source of the heat or something like that. Yeah, I mean, Marcus is looking to get the others into danger, so he's he's walked off back to this thing, whatever's happening, and he's sweating bullets. Yeah, like Wilfred has got to this corner here and he's just sort of like slumped down. He's like, oh, oh no, it's all right. I wish you bought, bought some water or something. Oh. Cicero, Cicero leans into the roof and goes, don't worry, gentlemen, I have plenty of handkerchiefs. Well, uh, no, no, that's, that's everyone, really, no, no, that's really fine. That's, that's, that's all right. Fabric, and he's like, he's I like think dabbing, I've got one of my jacket somewhere. He's dabbing like Wilfred's brow. He's like, come on, old no, chap. Wilfred, don't in touch with that. And uh, and like he's he's like walking up to like 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 you, Marcus, and he's sort of like, Marcus, you, you're sweating. I just raise a fist. <laughs> just slowly raise a fist. Like tired and sweating, I just raise a fist at Will. Cicero. Cicero, Cicero looks at the fist and just sort of like gently places the cloth on the fist. He's like, is your hand particularly sweaty? And just starts I punch, I punch Cicero <laughs> weakly because I'm so tired from this heat. Um. Like Marcus so kind of like tries to wail at him and miss it, and the, the thing comes off his, his, his fist. Cicero sees the sees the uh, the attack coming and uh, tries to dodge, but he sort of kind of like slips a bit and just sort of falls into your fist. And he's like, "Oh, blimey!" Uh, thank you. Make yourself useful, Cicero. Get some water or something. Ah, w water. Yes. Um. Uh, wait here, gentlemen. I'll I'll be back. And he just starts running off down the. Oh corner, wait! Oh, just bollocks! Right. He's, he's just run off this way. Like, <laughs> don't worry. I know what I'm doing. Oh, as you hear, like, and just as he gets out of just out of earshot, you just hear, you just hear, oh, oh, and then like a thud, like, ah, oh, hit my knee. Oh, I'm I'm running over there then. Yeah, I'm going. Somebody over there. made sure he hasn't fallen over again, done his head in. There's a a man wounded. <laughs> yeah, you um, sprint you, you, you over there. Yeah, you get there and like like Cicero's just laying on the like you know like the Peter Griffin thing. He's like ah yeah yeah ah just like rubbing his knee. <laughs> All right, let's can I, I'll do first stage, shall I? Make it um, worse. He, he hasn't taken any hit point down. Okay, so you All right, just then. run over and check on him. That's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. What are the rest of you doing? I'm gonna keep observing this room. Just watch what happens. Okay. Quite screaming. Well, you you've all sort of maybe taken a few minutes, and Henri, you start to kind of Henri, do a listen roll for me. Very well. No. Oh wow, ninety to twenty. Ninety versus twenty. Okay. I'm better at yeah. spotting. <laughs> yeah, you you're sort of staring off into this room, and you can just hear the roaring of the flames. Mm. The judge is, is staring off in there, sort of here. I would say like mouth agape, but he's sort of like he, he's slightly composed himself now. But you can still see there's, there's shock in his eyes. Can Marcus and Craster do a listen roll for me, please? Hey, all right, that is a fourteen to twenty. Craster failed on an eighty-two to twenty-six. Yeah, Wilfred um, gets a hard success on twenty-two to sixty-six. Marcus, you can kind of maybe hear like a faint echo you don't know if it's sort of maybe like dripping water or you know just sort of like just rubble moving like you know, just the earth moving 
but but Wilfred sort of like kind of wakes up a bit. You know, he's slumped against the wall and he just wakes up a bit and he just looks up at you and goes, "Can can you hear that? Oh no, oh oh no!" And you can just see this like fear, like the the the, the color from his face begins to drain. What can we hear? Off in the distance, so somewhere over this way, somewhere off to like the north, the northwest, uh, through the tunnels. Wilfred can faintly hear chanting, familiar chanting that he he remembers um, quite well. Henri, yeah. you can you can kind of hear Wilfred sort of say that, and as you look back into the room, you you think for a second there might be a faint glow on that monolith in the middle of the room just a faint blue aura around it mm. what do you make of that your honor gentlemen the monolith it begins to glow yeah if marcus hears that as well um he's gonna like get up the sweat and go yeah that's bad news uh, we gotta get out of here Henri, uh judge whatever you're watching you can watch it from my safer I don't know if you can hear what that. What are we but... here for? We are here to defeat these fools. We're here to prove that we weren't lying, and uh, I think we've done it now. We can probably get out, get some help. Uh, perhaps this is right. You think this thing, it will explode? I think we should get out of here before something bad happens. Uh... Come on, lads. Crash the sword, he's looking very sort of tired, fed up, pissed off, and he goes, that started all this damn mess. Maybe this is what finishes it all. Are you going to do something to it? As you say that, Crash, the Cicero sort of hobbles back along with the help of uh, with the help of the Doc. You know, he he you know he's he's sort of like feigning more serious injury than what's actually there for sympathy. And he says, oh, "What's that? Did I hear the uh, that monolith is glowing again?" Indeed. By God, it can't be happening again, can it? Fire and monolith. You all remember what happened before, back in that manor house. Yeah, all too well. I think you're right, What Preston. will it do? Cicero looks at you, Omri, and goes, Well, <laughs> we were invited to this quite fancy manor house out in the... Uh, no, uh, I don't need the backstory, do your English stories. No, what, what, what happened in the end? Oh, right, okay. Uh, uh, they sacrificed the lady, uh, melted her or something, and then uh, caused the monolith to glow all funny-like, and then we were attacked by a bunch of rat people. It was quite Jeez. exciting. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was a fun I'm going to level my rifle at the monolith and shoot it. We should probably look for a way out first. <laughs> as, as Marcus, as you're sort of like, yeah, we should probably leave, you just hear a gunshot ring out. Mad. So that was a 70, 72 to 65. Too on, excited. Yes, yeah. 80. Yeah. 80 to 65, yeah, in both cases. And it is, uh, you just hear, you see this, uh, and the chanting's getting louder. You can now, it, it, the, the monolith is now noticeably glowing really blue. Even even back here, you can kind of see, I mean, this, this monolith is, I, I cannot, if I say the blueness of the monolith is bursting through the orange flames and is getting this far out into the tunnel system, this is a good, maybe nearly a hundred feet away. I mean, this this you know, shit's about to go down. All right, and um, yeah, I'll start running back the way we came. I'll fire my shot off. I'll work the yeah. mechanism, but keep start running. Cool. My friends are recommending this. 
the judge is still just standing here, just completely dumbfounded. Oh, um, I will grab him if he doesn't seem to be moving. I'll just pull him to try and shake him out of it. The gunshot shit. didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, he's sort of like, oh, 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 yes, we, we must away from this place. We, we, we must uh, inform the city guard. I'm not listening. Um, I just pulled him and then I'm running. <laughs> if, he, if he isn't moving, then I'll let go. He's sort of like like stumble walking and he's sort of like jogging. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sprinting now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this what, is not good. What is everyone else doing? I'm getting out of there. I've been I'm trying to get out of there this whole time. Yeah. yeah. So everyone, everyone's just belting it. So yeah, you guys, you, I mean, you, you know, you're running up this slight, this slight uh, sort of like gradient, and you you book it, and after about, I mean, it, it is it is a fair distance. So about five minutes of just of just running, you make your way out to to where the entrance is out into the sort of like the open air, and as I you still get, hear the chanting, just love. That lingered a minute longer looking back at it and then followed to his like bringing up the rear of the party. Yeah, crash that as you as you sort of hung around a little bit longer, you could begin to see these robed individuals starting to emerge from all these tunnels on the other sides of the of this great chamber. And there seemed to be a lot of them. And there was one one guy that you noticed just as you were running out. You seem to be dressed in slightly more ornate robes, a bit like that, a bit like that high priest that you saw back in back in Croydon, back in that um, you know the under the, the tunnels underneath Belthorpe Manor, um, and then you just fucking legged it. By the time you guys reach the reach the entrance, uh, Henri, you cannot hear the chanting anymore, and you cannot see the blue glow. All you can hear now is the sort of like the bustling sound of the city above you. And as I mean, it's quite bright. So you're coming from a very dark area. You've probably dropped the torches. You, you you've come out into the light, and as it's streaming through and sort of like, you've probably got your hands up in front of your eyes. You can now see that there's about you know five or six city guards now just standing there, looking at this tunnel system they didn't know was there, talking amongst themselves. And there's like a group of of um, like city folk, townsfolk sort of congregated down one end and they're being corralled by a couple of the uh, city guards. What would you like to do? My friends, is the judge here? Yep, the judge is with no. you. He's sort of like huffing and puffing. We have found the cult headquarters as we suspected. Your friend here, he has seen for his own eyes. We should go down there and slaughter every single one of these fiends. One of the, the, one of the, the main city guards in charge is, is, actually, is actually the one who... Um, Arrested you, quotey fingers, the day before. Oh, this dickhead! And he's all like, he's all like, oh yeah, cultist is here. And then he sees the judge. He's like, oh, sir! And he snaps to attention. Oh, I, I wasn't aware that the uh, that the high judge was uh, was with you as well. I see this is a proper investigation. Oh, I'm I'm very sorry. And uh, the the judge sort of comes out. And he's like, you men, get word to the rest of the city guard. We must investigate immediately. There appears to be some sort of group nefarious group congregated down there looks like some sort of magical ritual please hurry and uh two of the gods are like sir and they sort of run off um back into the city um to um, say well, i'm gonna go back and move to the bottom of the stairs and just have my rifle and be watching the tunnel yeah you're you're sort of like at the mouth of the tunnel and you're you're peering mm -hmm. down you can't see anything. It's black, but you are. I, I think imagine I'll throw a, um, a torch like halfway down. Yep. 
you find some you find some uh, wood by the door, light it, and just lob the torch. And you can you, you, you can you can see it sort of you know illuminating. Maybe you maybe got it about let's be generous yeah. about about thirty feet down. I think it, just so that it can combine the light coming in from the tunnel with it to give us about thirty yeah. or forty feet. Yeah, so you can see you can see down this tunnel. There doesn't seem to be any action going on, but uh, but you're ready for anything. What would the rest of you like to do? Craster will have joined Henry. In fact, he probably had the least amount. He'd probably come the least amount out of the tunnels, and now he's back there at the door of opening whatever. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd be doing the same. <clears throat> yeah. I'd be uh, looking down the tunnel. I've still got my gun out and looking down there. I mean, this is, this is good because there's only one way they can come, so yeah, this just makes sense to try and head down there. We could probably use some backup from these guards, though. Yep. Um, actually, I'll say to the judge real quick. Uh, <clears throat> Your Honor, I don't know if I mentioned, but back uh, back home, I'm something of a lawman. Perhaps we could, uh, perhaps we could get a couple of uh, of your lads down here. Give us a hand. Uh, yes, uh, 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 Sergeant Queenston from my notes, I believe, uh, is the name you gave. Anyway, uh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yes, my uh, two guards have gone off. They should be here shortly. We have a. Uh, those tunnel systems they, they, that we have in the spire—they're used to move our to move the guards around quickly when uh, trouble. You must have more than two guards around, Your Honor. No, not that when when you say that, like the, the judge sort of like gestures behind you. There's already like six guards there. Oh, um, brilliant! Dealing with group, dealing with like you know the rabble and sort of like guarding this entrance. This small sort of like I say small rabble, this small group of people that have come to sort of be like, oh, there's a tunnel there. I've never seen that before. Oh. <laughs> All right, so Marcus goes back to the judge. Says, you know, if you don't mind, if you wouldn't let me uh, uh, borrow a couple of your lads just to uh, make sure we're all safe on this little. Well, I, I think he's. Um, I think they've gone to get the guards. Yeah, they've gone off. They the, come the... and help, so they're going to go and get like a lot of guards to come and help. I thought there were six guards there though. Yeah, yeah, six at the moment, but they've gone to get more of them. I'm saying let's take two of these, of these six. And then oh, you want to go back down there? Isn't that what we're doing? Well, no, I was going to say we'd we'd wait for the rest of them, wouldn't we? I'm practicing for jumping at the bit. Wilfred is obviously cowering at this point. No, he's like, fair. He's, Wilfred's sort of like going like, I can't, can't, can't deal with this again. I don't. Why, why, Marcus? Why do we? Why do we? Why do we get ourselves into these situations? What? I don't. We're trying to get on, Wilfred. Look, I know it's tough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like you know, hold him across, hold him by the shoulder. Look, I know it's hard, mate. But if this is the best way home, we have to take that chance. All we know is these bloody giant rock things are here and back home. So there's got to be some kind of connection. Okay, okay. But uh, all I've got is this bloody book, and he just throws the anthropology book down on the floor. <laughs> Oh, you know what? That's a fair point. Um, uh, you, um, guard number four. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we need a we need a sword for our man here. Very important job, helping to uh, guard the judge, don't you know? Oh, 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 oh right away, sir. Uh, you there? Uh, bring me your sword. And uh, one of the uh, one of the guards brings over this kind of like ornate moon-shaped scimitar kind of sword. And Wilfred looks at it and goes, eh. "No." And he sort of takes it from the guy's like, thank you. And it looks like Wilfred's sword that he got from yeah, the, from the so. museum. Yeah. And he's like, well, I do feel a little bit more uh I remember Wilfred. Sticking with the pointy end, yeah? He looks at you and goes, 
I think I know what I'm doing. I've, you did, mate. I've reported on war zones, don't you know? <laughs> and then jumps out of a helicopter onto a, onto a shop, onto a supermarket <laughs> roof. Oh, it's full of zombies. Yeah. Oh, no, zombies. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, he just looks at you and goes, I, I think I know what I'm doing. And as he says that, you just hear this hot, 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 and like these heavy footsteps as like, you know, another 20 guards just appear from somewhere. Uh, Actually, like, lads, before we do go in, maybe we should, uh, I mean, look, I'm okay with this, but I could probably use something a bit more, a bit more weight. How about you guys? I mean, how many bullets you got left? Uh, I'm not sure. Yes, true. We, we'll run out eventually. Don't forget, Omri, you do still have your fancy sword. Yeah, you've got a sword. Mm -hmm. I've got a sword, yeah. Let's all get swords. Everyone oh. get swords. Yeah, although I want a, I want some kind of a club, because that's my jam. Um, so I would the... say a rapier, Craster probably wouldn't do that well with a sword. He'd probably do better with a knife he's got. Yeah, all right. Well, so I'm, I'm quite happy with the pistol. Well, it, if it runs out of bullets, then you want something you can stab him with. Yeah, but let's be honest. Doc Odd is basically just Doc Savage, so he's immune to most things anyway. Yeah. Should, he'll just he'll just punch them through a wall or something. Right. Exactly. All right. To expedite exactly. things, Marcus, getting back into the role of uh, pushing lower <laughs> lower police officers around, starts asking for um, a dagger for Craster, um, some kind of I don't know um, maul for himself or a club or something. Well, one of them sort of goes well. We've got... We've got this. You still have an army, don't you, man? Oh, actually, yeah, perfect. Oh, lovely. He hands you this this freaking like bronze, sort of like ridiculously shaped mace. And it's like, right. yeah. yeah, he does a couple of like practice swings. Yeah, it's it's hefty. It's uh, it, it's like your club, but um, does an extra does an extra four damage. Ooh, feels like it's gonna do an extra four damage. <laughs> Cicero looks at you and goes, mm, "Yes, I, I can see that." I, also seems to have a fire damage bonus on us as well. Yeah, I can sense the... Wait, so wait, hang on. Are you saying this would... would set things on fire? <laughs> I don't know, dear boy. I'm just... just making light conversations. Scary shit going on down there. Right, uh, great. Uh, actually, George, so just out of character, let me ask, is it some kind of, like, fire mace? Yeah, the, the, the mace does seem to... I'll tell you what, I, I asked the guard, I'm like, what's this this little bit here on the... It looks like a flint. What's that about? Oh, right, yes. Uh, but if you uh, strike an enemy with that, it's... Uh, I like that bastard up like a like a Christmas tree. Weird that you know what Christmas tree is out here, but fair play. <laughs> They're you not got, you got got They you, have you? Christmas here as well. <laughs> yeah, for all you know, Santa Claus is an eldritch abomination. So, I mean, yeah, of course is, really, yeah. Better. All right, well, cheers. Appreciated. Uh, you haven't got a cigarette, have you? Oh, no. No, uh, no so, uh, sorry, son. No, no. Uh, no, no cigarettes on me, unfortunately. No. Uh, oh, well. One out I've, of two. Got this, I've got this chewing stick, though. And he's sort of, he's basically like a like a Wild West kind of like toothpick kind of thing. Uh, is it pre-chewed? I <laughs> know. Oh, this, 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 this is a fresh chewing stick. Oh, all right. I guess I'll. Uh, I'm gonna give it a chew. Is it just a stick, like a Wild West stick. Yeah, yeah. It's basically just a, basically, it's basically just a toothpick. You know. I was just like, it's not even tobacco. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, you just kind of look like a, you know, look like a Clint Eastwood kind of character now. All right, all right. So he he chomps down and he goes, all right. Well, I'll keep you busy, I guess. Appreciate it. All right, so lads, let's make sure we get everything right. Crafter, gun and dagger. Wilfred, sword. I got my sword. 
Right, yeah, nice one. Uh, <laughs> Doc, fists? Cannon fists. Right, you're sure you don't want to go with, like... I mean, like, look, no, mate, I'm, I'm all about... Flex. you know, Okay. I'm just going to flex. <laughs> Marcus can't help but admire that, you know, a fellow a fellow uh, love of uh, working out. So he's like, all right, now, you know what? <laughs> fair play, fair play. Two two seconds. All right. Doc Og, Doc Odd, as you flex, it's like your clothes explode off of you. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like ripped to shit. You're like, <laughs> like a freaking, you know, like a Dragon Ball character. Or like, can we get, like, uh, can we get like a shirt off. for our man there as well? Actually, two shirts, just in case he flexes again. Cheers. <laughs> so we no, dress this... Wilfred up in whatever the guards are wearing. <laughs> yeah, Wil Wil Wilfred is wearing like full, like you know, like full sort of like um, think um, conquistador armor. Yeah, that's um, what I was picturing. Now, to but... be cheeky, would that give him any kind of uh, any kind of like bonus? Actually, I will pick up a breastplate if there is one, because yeah, you would get like armor yeah, there are a couple it. of breastplates laying around, but I don't so... know what the armor bonus is on that. Um, so I will... it would be pretty high because. Things like leather jackets give you one point, like bulletproof vests and stuff give you two to three. Let's so let's say it's leather, let's say it's leather armor then, so we don't so we're not taking the, the piss with our mm. our demands. And I think so, a, a breastplate with, with two armor would be fine for me. I would definitely <laughs> that's good. That's down to George if he's okay with us like bumping up like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fine, I think yeah. you can buy things like bulletproof vests in normal Cthulhu. Yeah, but not in the Dreamlands. <laughs> Yeah, but this is, well, this you is can, plate you can armor. in the Dreamlands, can't you? What, buy a bulletproof vest? Well, you can buy plate armor, so that should be better than leather. Better than leather jacket. Uh, should we all just dress up? Should we all just get plate armor then, since we're all going in this? I feel like people. even if Doc Hod gets the plate armor, he's still going to tear it. I like to think that it, it dents. It just dents really hard, and it takes like two flexes <laughs> to open up. <laughs> <laughs> just like a balloon. It just When he flexes, it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say you guys just get like really sort of hard leather tunics. It got plus two armor value. So yeah, you you you're all kitted out. You're all ready to go. You've got essentially 26 guards ready to go with you, including the judge who is now oh, yeah. nice. who is now holding uh, holding a pike for some reason. Uh, I light up I light up my uh, my uh, mace to get some light. Yep. As you light your mace, you, you guys are all standing at the mouth of the mouth of this tunnel now just imagine the camera is standing there like panning back and uh like obviously you've got you've got the toothpick in your mouth you're all you you uh you six are all lined up uh staring down this tunnel and it's like uh it's like a proper sort of like wild west meets you know fantasy action movie at the moment the magnificent six yeah so i'm gonna look at i'm gonna look over at craster on the far end and nod and then look over at doc Ogg on the far end and nod, and that, that, that's a nod for everybody on both sides, so Omri and Wolfie get it as well. Yeah. All right, lads. Shall we? Once more into the breach, dear friends. Yeah, what he said. And uh, I'm going to take a step in. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, you will begin to march down this, um, down this tunnel, back down the tunnel again. And, uh, yeah, about, you know, five to ten minutes later, you're doing a quick march, you get back to here where the tunnels begin to open out again and you get the other walkways and you can hear this chanting and it is really fucking blue the chanting's really really loud and from inside this room you can all hear this like bellowing voice the sacred flame is lit my brothers and bursts forth <laughs> <laughs> 
Our time has come once again to bring forth our master, our god, our true saviour. And uh, it goes quiet for a second. There's a sort of like a, a little sort of like a, ah, and then you just hear this, this booming voice just shout out, Akadwelith. As like the as like the room begins to now chant Akadwelith over and over and over again, and the the monolith in the middle of the room is now glowing this brilliant, you know, sapphire blue, as it just envelops the entire room. I'm going to tell the guys to hold. I'm going to point at Wilfred, um, Crafter, and Henri and make a gun motion at the uh, at the head, head honcho. Yeah, I'll take aim. I'm going to aim for a round and then fire. And okay, we see so, at the so the thing is, if, if you guys are back here, yeah, right, the monolith is looking at like 200 feet away. You All can't... Right, so- you, you can't see the you can't see this the, this person has been shouting, but you can you oh okay you okay hear them within the okay. room. All right, that sounds like the head honcho. We get in, you three, take him out. Yeah, I'll, I'll move stick. forward. Yeah, and see if okay, I can oh, see. Oh, oh, you're leaving already. Okay, right. Well, let's let's go, lads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, let's, he's, he's still in there. Let's try and take him down before he moves. So yeah, I'll move forward to a point. Maybe um, about I'll get my, my Martini Henry, um, and that's going to range 160 feet. We can all get in range, so we can all. You said it was 200 feet away. Right? Something like that, yeah. So actually, the range is in yards, isn't it? So yards, get, yeah. My lever action can get him within 200 feet easily. Cool. So I I would say what you're going to move up to about about here, yeah. Henry, yeah. Okay, as you move up, city guards begin to split off into smaller groups and they start to take these smaller tunnels as they branch off, uh, quietly moving along. And you can just hear them, sort of like their footsteps slowly going off in the clink of their armor. Um, it doesn't seem to, the, the, the group within within the um, within the chamber doesn't seem to have noticed, which is good for you, as they sort of disperse around. It, it looks as though they're going to try and pincer movement them um, from other tunnels and, and try and cut off their escape. The judge is standing with the rest of you, and he's like, oh, "Gentlemen, once the guards are in place, they will uh, give us a signal, and then they will attack." Uh, I will take aim on the head guy then. And, uh, okay, so if you do a, uh, I would say do a spot hidden for me because you need to spot this guy amongst the crowd. I mean, it'll be relatively obvious, but I thought he was standing up and shouting, right? Yeah, he's standing up and shouting, but everyone's standing up and shouting. You need to look for it. So. Presta, you did kind of get a look at this guy of like the robes he's wearing. Are you going to tell the group how, how how he was dressed to make it easier for Omri to pick him out? Or yes, I will describe uh, the guy. And uh, do you want me to do a spot in him as well? Because I may be able to point him out. Oh, I get an extreme. Oh, no, I don't I think you need to. Yeah, Omri, you you with with we've, we've crashed the description of of a of a man in uh, rather ornate robes. Um, and obviously he's bellowing and doing his, you know, his great speech and that. You spot this guy like, bam, you see him straight away. Yeah, you, uh, what's that, successful rifle shot? Yes, 56 out of 65. Actually, I get a bonus dice on this so I, since I am for a round. Can I roll that? Uh, yep, so that's six. Oh, zero six. Oh. <laughs> so what is that instead? That's full damage plus roll damage. 
Okay, so what, so what is that? that would be 18 damage. 18 damage. Um, okay, so a, a loud gunshot rings out. And you hit this guy in the head. And he, um, he seems to ricochet back. Like his head just like froze backwards. And the rest of the room just sort of like stops and turns to where the gunshot came from. And as they do, this this high priest then readies, not uh, steadies himself and stands bolt upright again and looks over to where the gunshot came from. And he raises his arm and he goes, My brothers, infidels come to prevent our sacrifice. Destroy them! I fire again, but wildly over his head. <laughs> you now have uh, an entire section of oh, that's not good. robed individuals looking at you, and as they turn around in the flames, you can see that, yes, these are indeed people, but also people that also seem to be turning into Dwellites. Amazing. So, uh, good job, Henri. But for Henri, <laughs> a Dwellite is a uh is well once people um and because of their worship of their god akka dwelleth uh begin to mutate and become these hideous sort of like rat-like creatures yeah they're like weird very rat feral. People. yeah um and they they tend to be relatively hardy and vicious as well as they've turned around, they begin to slowly move towards you uh, through the gaps. Now, you're looking at, you've probably got close to 30, uh, 30 robed individuals in various states of transformation, shall we say, heading towards you now. And the next thing you all hear is this blood-curdling scream from within the chamber. And uh, can you all do a spot hidden for me? I can. Okay. Uh, 40 out of 60. Nice. Damn it. Yeah, crashed with a hard success. 13 to 29. Uh, quick question. Do I have any explosives left? Uh, no, you do not have any explosives left, unfortunately, Crasta. Uh What's that? Marcus got a 48 to 50, so that's a success. And what did Cicero get? Cicero saw nothing. 69 to 25. Nice. He's looking at the flickering shadows. He's like, what? Looks like bloomers on the wall. <laughs> Marcus, Craster, and Henri, you all see um, in the chamber off to one side. Um, so off to sort of like the left-hand side of the chamber. Two cultists carrying in uh, a woman in a uh, in sort of like a, a a night dress, if you like, who's screaming and shouting, and she's like fighting with the um, with the guards there. Craster, um, with your so hold on, sorry, wait, where are our guards? Uh, they've dispersed. They're sort of like in the tunnels. They're ready to pounce and uh, an attack from different angles to. Um, you know, draw the attention of the group so you can sort of better deal with the situation. Right, okay. So, yeah, I think yeah. should call out for some help in a bit then. Yeah. How, how many people are with us? Is it just us 20, lot? There's 26 guards. No, I meant in our, in our little tunnel, sorry. Just us lot, yeah. Just yep. us lot and the judge or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. 
So, Crashler, with your hard success, your 13 to 29, you can see that this woman is actually restrained. Like, her her her, her, her legs are sort of shackled, and so are her hands. She has limited movement. Um, she's definitely been a captive for a while. She's, you know, she looks a little bit dirty. You know, her dresses are torn and stuff. Um, she looks like she hasn't had a great time. Let's just put it like that. And they are dragging her towards the, the, the sort of like the center, towards where the monolith is. And as she's sort of like flailing, she manages to, to knock this. There's, there's, a, there's a priest standing about here. And she sort of like knocks him and this guy's hood sort of flies off. And in that moment, the judge just goes, by God, it, it can't be. That's... That's Judge Adamos Clay. He's he's dead. He was my he was my predecessor. I t I took over from him. He's a oh my god, what has been happening here? And uh, I mean, you you guys wouldn't wouldn't know him from from Jack, but the the, the judge has basically said this is the previous judge of district of, of of the of the store district. He he was the the previous high judge who supposedly disappeared. As um, as Judge Albert mentioned earlier on in the day, you know, he disappeared in mysterious circumstances. No, what happened? No one really knows what happened to him. They assumed he died. You know, they found a body, but he clearly seems to be alive and well, and about to sacrifice a young lady. Wait, wait, you said they found yeah. the body. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, firstly, if they're going to sacrifice this woman, Marcus let it happen last time because he was confused. This time, he's not going to let it happen again. So he's going to rush I in. Can I, sh I aim at one of the uh, guys that is... Um... If I saw it and I'm closest, or close up because I've recognised all this going on, am I able to dash in? Because I probably want to try and shove one of the guards into the fire and shoot the other one. Are you, are you trying to help the woman as well? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not interested in, in the grief. I'm going to try and help the woman. I, I, I will say, just, just quickly, for any action, the sacrifice is happening over on this side. Of, of the of the chamber so on the far uh northwest corner you guys are standing on the south and you've got like you know at least 30 cultists to get through before you can get there so start to think about what you want to do and we're going to go with um with decks so we'll just we'll just go with with you guys on terms of decks um mainly because i didn't bother doing sheets for cultists because there's fucking so many of them i will i will say their dexterity is 25 across the board yeah i got 50. i've also got 50 though so yeah yeah i've got 50 as well so, so it looks like craster is first and then the rest of us yeah i'm uh, just having a look uh wilfred's only got 40 decks so he's going last and cicero has 50. wow cicero is rather dexterous so I will say it's not dexterous. <laughs> well, compared to Wilfred, it is. So I, I, I know I know the order. Um, it will go: Crasler, Marcus, Omri, Doc, Odd, Wilfred, uh, Cicero, oh, and then Wilfred. So actually, my shots go off before anyone. <laughs> if you've got a weapon drawn, it's plus fifty. Uh, yeah. Initiative. But yeah. <laughs> well then, yeah. So I would go first anyway. Out of the 50s. Great guys, I'd still go first because I still have my pistol in my yeah. hand. Well, yeah, I'm an out of the 50s. Yeah, but it depends if you're firing. If you're running into the room, then... Ah, well, you know. no, now you said that I've got the distance, it would be um, I would shoot at the cultists in an attempt to open a path and then dash through that opening if I make mm -hmm. it. Okay, cool. 
Well, uh, yeah, Crusty, we'll, we'll start with you. So you want to you want to take a shot at one of the encroaching cultists that are coming towards you. Is that what you wanted to do? I think if it's a crowd of cultists coming towards me, I just want to shoot into the crowd to try and get them to disperse a little bit. Cool. So uh, yeah, fire your uh, your derringer and see if you hit anyone. Oh. Oh, Jeez. nice! Whoa, nice! Pretty mm -hmm. cool success. Yeah. Well, you you definitely hit one. Roll the damage on that for me, please. Oh! Holy Jesus shit! Jesus Christ! Fucking on fire! I mean, so that's nine damage on that. So yeah, you you hit a cultist that's um, it's relatively close, and you you hit him right between the eyes, and he just tumbles back. And as he falls back, uh, the force of him sort of being shot in the head and falling back actually knocks uh, one of the other cultists behind him into the uh, sort of close to the flames and his robes catch fire. And he's now flailing around. There's another guy like flailing around here as, as one cultist falls to the ground and dies. And uh, there's a bit of panic now starting just in this little group. I mean, they haven't got, they haven't even left their own, they haven't even left the chamber yet. One of them's dead. One of them's on fire and sort of starting to set everybody else on fire. It seems to be going in your way already. So you've done your shot. Are you going to, I mean, if you charge into the group, you're just going to be sort of like waiting for someone to, to hit you or are you are going to hang back a bit, Craster? You know what? Craster has had enough. He's got the knife in his other hand. He's going to come for, he's going to basically then walk into the crowd with purpose, knife up, gun still there. Yeah, I'll do the, um, the metal gear, whatever it is. <laughs> It's, 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 it's just it's it's uh, it's combat. So you're ready for hand-to-hand -hand combat and ranged combat. That's what that's all it is. So it's a yeah. I think it's a C C Q Yes, C Q C. Is Crash yeah, going towards this woman, or is he just combat. like laying into a general melee? No, I, I'm now heading towards the woman because I okay. kind of think that's an important thing. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. In that case, uh, yeah, Marcus is just like back you up if you need to. Okay. I'm also very glad we're in leather armor because it does mean that the fire's not going... We're, we're less likely to catch fire than the idiots in robes. Yeah. I will now go to um, Doc Odd. You, as you've got your revolver drawn, I will go to you next and then we'll go to Marcus. So Doc Odd, what are you... What, what, well, what I'm are you actually going to move back as well. You're going to move back? Yeah. Nice. I'm okay. moving back, but have my weapon up and fire again when I get a chance, I guess. Cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So, um... Doc Odd, what are you going to do? Uh, so, how close, roughly speaking, are these guys? Like, are they... These guys are now sort of, like, congregating around here. And you, you lot about here. So they're about, you know, 40 what? yards away, if that. Okay, alright. In that case, then, because I can probably get a couple of shots off before they get to us anyway. Um, by the sounds of it, they're 40 yards away. So I'm going to I'm gonna shoot, because they, they're, they're halfway through changing at the moment, aren't they? Uh, they're, not, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not changing. I mean, they're just. They're just people in various stages. Oh, I of, thought they were changed. No, no. They're just. They're. 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 You know. They're. They're cultists. As. As they. As they ingratiate more into the cult, that's when they begin to turn into the rat people. But it's. A, it's a process of change that happens over a long period of time. Right. Okay. Okay. I thought they were changing as then. Okay. That's fine. I'm gonna just shoot the closest. Uh, the closest ones then, whichever ones would be at the, the closest. Um, okay. My revolver. 
Okay, so if are you stationary or are you sort of like charging in as crash the water? Yeah, no, I'm going to be stationary, holding like you know when you're kind of like facing sideways and you've got one arm outstretched, and you're like aiming into the crowd or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you you're yeah. one-handed shooting into the into the yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. What's the range on your revolver? It's like uh, the range is oh, actually, hold on. That's a point. It's, uh, I've got the range of 15 yards. Okay, so if you wanted so to do that, to... you'd have to kind of like... Alright, then yeah, I'll, I'll, the crowd I'll, I'll run want. up. Yeah, I'll run up then. Okay, so I thought the range was cool. longer. So yeah, I'll run up in the crowd and then I'll uh, and then I'll shoot. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can, you can, you can run and gun at the same time. You are 39 to 75. I, I will allow that. Uh, you. you're, you're, you're charging in, you know, I guess one fist ready to, uh, to clobber occultist and you know you, you you're firing so yeah um 39 75 that would have been a hit so if you can roll the damage on your um, revolver please yeah so we'll just take it that you've done six damage to someone as you're running yeah. in yeah okay cool and uh yeah so you hit you hit um the guy that's on fire and he just drops so you've you you guys have successfully killed two cultists so far hey. and uh yeah you're now charging into the melee marcus what are you gonna do um, Marcus was making a move towards um, the woman, but seeing Craster going first, um, he's going to just back him up. If Craster's making a move towards him, he's just going to keep these guys off him. Okay, so, cool. So, but, oh, but he's also going to yell out uh, for the guards. <laughs> yeah, he's going to. I don't know what would he, what would he yell out. I don't think it's even his point to yell out. Wouldn't it be the judges? I mean, like it, you, you, you do tend to take like leadership roles when it comes to this sort of stuff. Yeah, um, but I'm not sure what very... to say. The problem is that Marcus, Marcus is like. What would Marcus say in an emotional situation where he's like fucked off and he's like, just like, get him, you know? What, <laughs> Let's get the for, for justice or <laughs> something, no? Let me have some justice. Do your jobs. Yeah, that works. And as he does that, he's going to punch a cultist. Or lamp him with his uh, new mace, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and he misses. I'm gonna, fuck, I'm going to luck it. Yeah, you're going to take six luck. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you, uh, you charge in and you... Um, I offer the guards. I lamp um, a cultist coming up behind Craster. You, uh, you, 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 you smash him across the cheek, and he yeah. sort of like does that. You know, for five damage, he does a sort of like a sort of like a semi spin as you sort of like. Can I aim him, him towards the fire as well? If I'm yeah, like yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can, you know, aim your blow so like the guy will maybe stumble towards the fire. Yeah, just give him a proper crack with this thing. Yeah. I mean, he, he sort of like does like a pirouette on his like his feet, and he falls into a, <laughs> it falls into like another, uh, it falls into another couple of cultists who, um, you know, the, f the the flame licking off of your off of your club like catches nice. catches a couple of them on fire, and they're now sort of like flailing around. So having done that, having called for the guards, I'm gonna like give Craster a, a manly shoulder grab and be like, "Can you save the girl?" I said, "Yeah." Craster looks back at you, nods, just he's going for the girl. All right, I'll back you up. Go on, and that's my turn. Cool, Henri, you've you've stepped back. Um, you 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 know you've re, you've uh, steadied yourself. You've cocked your uh, your rifle. What, who, who are you going to shoot at this time? Shit, wait. Can can the firearms guys like clear us a path? I can try and do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Mark should yell back as well. Guns, clear us a path. Okay. So what can I see as far as what's getting in the way of of uh, Marcus? I mean, you can see a rabble of, you know. Can I shoot the guy that's holding the woman? Yeah, yeah, you can. You can see those two guys that are holding yeah. the woman. All yeah, right. and I'll you can also see this. If I shoot the woman, I apologise. But... 
Yes, but you can also see this priest who um, who the the judge has said is the previous judge, and is clearly yeah. But I just shot him through the head, and he still. Oh no! You, you shot someone. So else. I'm like, I'm not going to bother with that guy. No, oh, you shot what? someone else. Yeah. Oh, so he wasn't the head priest? No, no. This so so you've got you've got the you've got like the high priest, and you just have hmm. one who's just sort of like a looks like a priest in charge. Who is this? The previous okay. judge. All right. Uh, I think I'm still going to shoot the guy that's holding the woman. At least then, cool. if she can see that people are running towards us, she can run towards them. Mm -hmm. So, okay, let's all go. 23. Nice. So hard success anyway, so 23 to 65. Okay, anyway, I'll roll damage <clears throat> as normal. Yep. So, six damage. Cool. Okay, so you uh, you actually wing the guy that's... Um, well, you, I say you wing him, you hit him in the shoulder. Um, and he drops, he drops the girl. So there's only one guy holding the girl, and he's like, ah! And then he sort of stumbles forwards and actually falls. I mean, he's already sort of quite close to the close to the flames. He stumbles forwards and falls into the flames. And as he does, this uh, horrific uh, scream comes out as, as this guy is essentially being, you know, melted alive, as um, as literally like the flesh is being burnt, you know, from his body. And now the monolith is is is, is glowing an even intenser uh, blue, like it's, it's 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 almost blinding, and you can see the flames have 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 turned to this sort of like this horrific sort of crimson kind of colour as this as as, this, as the screams from this cultist who's fallen in die down, as he's clearly now died within the flames. As that happens, the the high priest just shouts out, "Fools!" You have stopped nothing! And then you start to... The, the, the group of cultists that are sort of running towards you have now stopped and are looking back towards the monolith as guards now begin to pour in, city guards begin to pour in from the other tunnels into the group, but they stop immediately and just sort of look up. Crash Marcus and Doc Odd, you're sort of about here and you can kind of kind of uh, see that everyone sort of stopped and is looking up. Can you three do a spot hidden for me? Finally! God damn it. I never get One spot to hidden. 28. Oh, jeez. Doc Odd. Wow. Yeah, Marcus and Craster, you, you both fail your spot hidden. You've I mean, got, we are kind of busy, I guess. Yeah, you guys are quite busy. Uh -huh. Doc Odd, you're, you're further... You're, you're far enough away, plus you're trained to spot things anyways. Things are slightly abnormal because, you know, because of your profession. You look up, you train to look up, and you, you see what's there. And all you hear is someone say, Look above! What is that? And above you, you begin to see this swirling purple, blue, and turquoise vortex beginning to form above the, the center of the monolith on top of the ceiling. And it begins to whirl around. And some of the cultists that are now standing around start to begin to become a bit hysterical and they're now throwing themselves into the flames as, as the screams begin to echo around the chamber that the, the girl that was being held has dropped back onto on, on on you know has been let go and she's dropped onto her knees and she's just she's looking around herself and she's completely horrified you just crash you you kind of like see her Jeez. as her hands come up to sort of like cover a face the flames are roaring up around this this monolith as cultists are throwing themselves in and writhing around in the flames and screaming as literally they are melted 
and scorched and turned to ash within this horrendous... It's like pushing up one in and he's already jumping in and goes, uh, guys, this doesn't seem great. We should... Uh, what? While the cult is distracted, Crasher is going to take off at full speed and he's going to run and try and get the girl out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yes, go and get her quickly. Then we will go. The judge uh, joins you you up here. Um, Omri, are you still hanging back? So, yeah, I, I'm staying back and I'm I'm kind of firing at people that look like good targets. Cool. Yeah, you're just picking them off like one by one. People are just like falling into the flames as you're you know, taking pot shots. Or, well, not pot shots. Yeah. Well, I'm actually going to shoot. I'm gonna, well, if I get another shot, I'm going to shoot the, the high priest. Yeah. Well, I'd say this is out of combat. So if you want to shoot the high priest, like, go ahead and do it. Yeah, I'll shoot the high priest. Okay, Holy... nine extreme success, twenty damage. Jesus, um, you hit this. This high priest is looking, looking back at you, and he is laughing. And Marcus and Craster and Wilfred as well, who's joined the group. You will see just before his fucking face explodes. Do you recognize that man? But what's he doing here? And as he's, as he's, the front of his face just goes, and he flies backwards. Marcus and Craster, can you both just do me a quick intelligence roll? <laughs> Marcus, all right. Yep, that's a 66 to 60. Oh, no. Oh, thank God for Craster. Uh, yeah, because Wilfred felt that as well. Craster, you look, and that's... That's Professor Strange, the head of the British Museum. Uh, and his face has now just exploded and he's now dead laying on the floor in front of you as you reach this point here. And the girl is sort of cowering just about here. The uh, the other high priest, who's who's the, the judge, Adamos Clay, is standing here and looking at you and looking at the, looking at the now dead high high priest, if you like. Yeah, you've you've just seen you've just seen a man who shouldn't be here die. And as you do that, I want you, Marcus, Doc Odd, and I will do Wilfred, all do a sanity check for me, please. Uh, before I do a sanity check, can I just shoot um Clay? Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, you can you can shoot Clay quick. Yeah. It was like a reflex of like, oh fuck you, bang. Success. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Craster, you get a success on your on your handgun shot, thirty six to forty two. Uh, you wing Clay, and he falls back into the flames, going ah! like you know, like a villain out of like you know Thunderbirds or something. And uh, Wilhelm scream. Yeah, yeah. And he 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 begins to cook. The rest of you, uh, what's this? All successful sanity rolls. That's 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 surprising, but not surprising considering the sort of shit that you've seen. Wow, even Wilfred passes sanity. So 41 to 43 for Wilfred, hey. 33 to 49 for Craster, 59 to 50, uh, 59 to 75 for Marcus, and Doc Odd was 27 to 46. You guys have seen some shit because above you, these long, slender, tendril-like fingers begin to emerge from the middle of the vortex as it now begins to engulf the entire ceiling of the chamber.
thank you for listening to Spectre in the Fog, episode 34, Rites of the Damned. Tracks used in this episode are Abandoned Windmill, Dungeon 1, Cavern of Souls, and Medieval Town from TabletopAudio.com, Demonic Chorus from Procrastination Pictures, and various sound effects from freesfx.co.uk. If you'd like to drop us a message, you can do so on Twitter at SpectreFog or on Facebook at SpectrePod. You can also join the official Spectre in the Fog Discord, links for which are on our social media. Join the discussion and live chat with the investigators when they're not infiltrating the hidden ritual sacrifice chamber of a generate cult, that is. But, in any case, as always my friends, stay safe and keep investigating.